Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And today's topic is going to be about chasing things. There's chasing and there's pursuing. And those are two words. I forgot the proper English word for it, where it's like two things that have similar meanings, but they're kind of way different, kind of like uh, cousins that um, are related through their uh, mothers. But we're not going to get into that. But chase and pursuit, they kind of have something in common. They're kind of like cousins, but they have two things going on. One, I want to let y'all know that I'm switching up the format a little bit. For now on, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it a point to do these podcasts on Friday nights. Um, It doesn't matter. This is pre-recorded. It's not like this is live. But I figure if I do it on Fridays, number one, it gives me enough time to live life through the week. And if there is a current event going on, I can be able to speak on it by that Friday and folks can linger on it during the weekend. And then also I know that folks are in more of a podcast listening mood during the weekend as opposed to uh, when they're just getting home, fixing their food, trying to watch a few episodes of Snowfall or whatever they're into. So we're going to just try something different. That's what life is about is trying shit, trying new shit. Another thing about my format is um, I decided to cut out the intro song because I know that there's already um, an uh, acapella entry, intro of uh, me talking about this beautiful app called Anchor. And then I know after that, people have to go through the quick little iced tea intro, which is very entertaining and very swagged out. But I don't want to scare off any new listeners. <clears throat> I feel like that intro was cool for diehard listeners because they know that, okay, Right after this, Lewis is going to jump in to the topic and get to speaking what's on his mind. But to anybody that's brand new, they're going to be thinking, oh, my God, what is this? Is he just going to be playing old ass rap songs from the 80s? But I will still incorporate that uh, T.I. song where he kind of did his own rendition of Biggie Hypnotized. With that said, let's get to the topic. What made me think about that is... Earlier this week, a young lady had kind of brought something to my attention about pursuing and all that. And the way that she brought it to me is it felt kind of more like a chase type of thing. And that's the main part of it that we're going to talk about is when it deals with women. But also, I know a lot of times people talk about money and I'm a paper chaser. I'm a paper chaser. I'm a paper chaser. If you're having to chase this paper, that means it's running from you. That means that you're sitting up here and you're coming up with odd hustles. So yeah, let's get on that first. Paper chasing. That means you're coming up with any and every little thing you can do. Little eyeball schemes. And this happens a lot in the hood. And I'll admit, I'm not going to just be uh, prejudiced against my people. I'm pretty sure in a white middle America or whatever, this happens. Where, you know, a few guys get together or some guy by himself comes up with a harebrained scheme that he's going to work, that he's going to try for the next few days or so. And he does that so that he can scrounge up as much paper as he can. And, bef- and usually that scheme winds up playing out or they wind up having a quick brush with the law. And they decide to chill out and it's back to the drawing board. That's what I think about when I think about a paper chaser. Because let's say that you've got a hustler, which is someone that's pursuing money. 
I'm not condoning illegal activities. That's not what we're about over here at the Lewis S. Black Show. But, you know, like uh, your neighborhood D-boy. He is pursuing paper. Meaning paper is in his path and paper is within his realm. And all he's doing is just pursuing it. Kind of like this. This is the, best, this is the biggest way that I want y'all to think of pursuing while y'all listen to today's show. <clears throat> and forgive me if I clear my throat, still got a little bit of that uh, allergy thing going on. Pursuing is like when you get on the highway every day to commute to your job. You and your car are pursuing the building that you work at. The building that you work at is stationary. It's right there. It's not going to get up. And as soon as you pull up to the parking lot, it's not going to get up and say, like the road runner, meet me and just run off on you. And then you got to drive all over town chasing the damn building. It's right there. I'm not going to say necessarily waiting for you, but kind of in a sense, you know, depending on what your job is, you know, there's some people in there waiting for you. And all you got to do is get to it. That is pursuing. Chasing is what you see on cops. Chasing is what you see cops do. Chasing is what you see a lion do to a gazelle. Chasing is you want something, but for whatever reason, that something does not want to be around you. So it is running. The gazelle is running because it wants another day to live and it does not want to get eaten. When you do little half-assed little get-rich-quick schemes, the money is kind of in a sense running from you because it's something that you don't even know about. So it's kind of like you're trying to do this and then the money's kind of over there. Then you do something stupid with this little scheme and then you kind of in a sense put yourself further away from the money as opposed to when you do something that you know, something that you're good at. That money, another good metaphor is that money is just like the finish line. The finish line when you're running track and field. And no matter whether you come in first, second, third, or fourth, as long as you keep running the course, you're eventually going to cross the finish line. Now, let's get into the women part about this, because this is where we really, a lot of us, and I've been making sure that I've been checking myself on it as I've gotten older and I've gotten better on it, chasing and pursuing a woman. And believe it or not, the hardcore reality that a lot of my female listeners don't want to hear, but when they hear this, they have to think, when y'all hear this, I want y'all to think about the man that was the love of your life. I'm talking about the guy that you were crazy over. The guy that you were interested in, the guy that if you are single and he called up right now and said that he's got that act right in his system that you would go back to right now. Ladies, nine times out of ten, you threw him some choosing signals. He picked up on those choosing signals. He asked for your phone number. Y'all exchange numbers. For real, ladies, you may or may not have called him first, but either way it goes, y'all had a conversation, got to know the basics about each other, 
you know, where you work at, where you stay, how old are you, how many kids, what you do for a living, okay, what you drive, all that. And then a conversation got to go, got to going. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing too. Side note, I've decided that in 2021, I'm going to be who I am unapologetically. And part of that is I got Southern roots dating back from my grandparents. And then even further and further, I've got those Southern roots and I'm from country ass, mighty Midwest ass, St. Louis to boot. And then it ain't like I done moved to the East Coast to where it can get washed out. I'm in Dallas, Texas. So yeah, get to get. I'm going to just kind of speak how I want to speak. I feel like the only time that I need to speak in the Queen's proper utmost English is when I am at work. So, you know, y'all got to go. Then that man. And I'm talking to you ladies, but you fellas listening in on this. That man started pursuing you. After a few conversations, that man picked up a vibe. This chick likes me. And if I put in the proper work, she could be mine. So I'm going to go after him. Now he's pursuing because he has a feeling that there is a finish line with you. And that you're sitting at the finish line, which is maybe your heart. Your heart and your affection is at that finish line. And all he has to do is run the track. Just like when kids or Olympic athletes run track and field. And mind you, we're talking about the love of your life, ladies. The guy you was with for four years, five years, eight years, whatever, whatever. He pursued you. He pursued the relationship. He ran the track. At one point on the track, it was some dates. At one point, it might have been y'all having sex. At one point, it might have been, you know, uh, more dates. Um, at one point, it might have been just, you know, y'all not even having to go on a date. Y'all just chilling at each other's house, whatever, whatever. And eventually, he reached the finish line, which was you and him becoming involved in a serious relationship. He pursued you. And pursuing a woman, fellas... That can actually be very fun. Think about the things that I mentioned, the different little dates, uh, them hanging out, them finally smashing, the different phone conversations that last for about an hour or two, all of that shit. That's actually fun, especially when you know that it's going forward. Now, chasing, chasing can, to a certain degree, depending on what kind of guy you are, that can damn near be the majority of the women that you ain't never smashed. But for the most part, most guys like myself have enough sense to know when something ain't going nowhere from the first combo. But chasing is constantly calling a woman that is not answering the phone. <clears throat> and sometimes those are chicks that are seeking attention because sometimes you got some chicks that answer the phone just a few times just to keep you going so that you can be one of the Several guys that's blowing up her phone that makes them feel important. It's an ego boost And then you're constantly calling but you're never getting anywhere You're never getting any type of dates or hookups set up or anything like that Just going through shit like that. You're chasing Let's say y'all are going on dates 
but nothing's progressing nothing's going anywhere and for some reason which is some shit i've never went through i think my record and i gotta really think about it give me a second i'm really gonna think i think my record for taking the woman on a date and nothing happened and i ain't see no pots of the pussy like dude from school days when they were all talking to Spike Lee and the head dude with the weird haircut was talking about I ain't pledging no virgins and then Rusty Cundiff he was the uh, dude that was the lead rapper in Fear of a Black Cat he's done a lot of uh, movies he was the one that jumped in he was like yeah man we ain't pledging no virgins and word around campus is you ain't seen no pots of the pussy so me consecutive date when yeah consecutive dates when I ain't seen no pods of the pussy and I will humble myself and admit three it was a chick from long time ago I'd say you know and I'm trying not to count <clears throat> when she picked me up and took me to this black power meeting and then you know we kind of went and stopped and got some Jamaican food or whatever because, I mean, the food was so cheap. Well, I'm like, even if I paid for hers, it wasn't shit but like, you know, 12 bucks or whatever. So I'm up here like, okay, definitely when I invited her out with my older brother. Should I say stepbrother, but I consider him a brother. I will count that as one. And then there was definitely the time where I took her to Club Memphis and sat down and we had some uh, nice seafood. Even took her on the inside where they're playing the live music, so two. And then um, she met me, her and her friend. Wow. She bought her own cock blocker, you see? So it wasn't no way of getting her home that night. Her and her friend met me at the Mayweather-McGregor, that classic fight where Money Mayweather literally knocked a snot out of McGregor and she was complaining about some food so I'm pretty sure that nine times out of ten I ordered her some food so yeah three dates and I ain't seen no pots of the pussy only thing I did during the whole time that I was sitting up and I would definitely use that as an, as an example of chasing because I'm not one of these podcasters to sit up here and act like I am holier than thou. Half of the stuff that I talk about is because not only have I heard about other people making these mistakes, and not only have I seen people make these mistakes, but I've made these mistakes my damn self. That was definitely chasing. Only difference is she would voluntarily call me herself. Um, there was one time where she tried to call me. <clears throat> at least you know that I wasn't in total sucker mode in the midst of all these different little spread out dates and mind you good thing is these dates spread out over like the span of a year which is I guess maybe kind of a bad thing or whatever who knows but of course your boy was knocking down and dealing with other chicks that were about that action so to give clarity this is the type of chick where I'm dealing with chicks that are about that action, about that life, and then if I'm not doing anything and she calls, yeah, hey, what's up? What's going on? All right, what's on your mind?
and then I'm usually trying to set something else for the um, for us to hook up. There was one time where she was moving, and she wanted me to come over and move some furniture for her. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, me being the man that I am, if we've got some type of thing going on and we've been making some forward progression and and I'll be a jerk and I've been hitting that, I'm going to move everything for free. I'm going to move everything for free. That couch that I'm moving, that's the couch that we may be smashing on or that's the couch where we may get our foreplay going. That bed, those bed rails and that headboard and all that, I'm definitely going to uh, move that because that's where we will be doing the nasty huckabuck and passing out in our own juices. But when I ain't seen no pot, said the pussy, you have to throw me a little bit of money. And I think I was being very generous because I was making some good money. So it was just, I need to see you pull out some cash. $20. She wouldn't come up off of it. I said, well, it's Saturday. I'm finna get back to uh, relaxing on this beautiful Saturday afternoon because best believe y'all don't these women don't move during the winter even though moving during the winter is the lick because you barely break a sweat so please believe this was uh during the very nice part of the spring where you can sit outside and really get some of that fresh air but if you're sitting up here moving furniture back and forth you will get sweaty you will get funky and you will go from uh mr fresh to funky nuts so I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to hit this anyways when I'm going to sit up here and move all of this furniture into a house and then without me even having to change the clothes I'm going to just magically hop into her shower and freshen up I'm not even going to go into the goofy scenarios about that that's not what this show is about furthest I got was I call it on the way to first base but on the way to first base, if anybody knows about baseball, I didn't hit the ball. That mugged and kind of uh, did a little pop fly, kind of had it rolling around crazy, like a squirrel on acid. And on my way to first, the guy picked it up and threw it to the first baseman. And by the time I arrived at first baseman, he's already got the ball. Tag black. Take your ass back to the dugout, boy. Yeah, man, um, we were in my house, and ironically, this is just to show y'all something about dealing with these women. Ironically, this is one of the few times where I ain't spending no money, where she just genuinely came over to just enjoy my company. We're in my living room. I done somehow figured out how to get the lights off, and we are kissing, and I went up under that shirt, got up under that bra, and grabbed a little bit of titty meat. Got the little bottom, got the bottom of that titty meat, y'all. The bottom of the titty meat. And a thumb on a piece of that nipple. Took my hand down and then continued to kiss me. I said, oh man. Deja vu back to being a 13 year old in the movie theater in the eighth grade. Man, please, it was already late. Hey. We fall asleep on the couch. I wake up, let her hear a few of my beats, and then I got into that classic. So what you finna do? Got her up out of there. 
all of that shit that I just told y'all, interesting story, but you see how it almost, how, how my whole story felt like it went in circles? That's how it didn't feel like it was going in a straight path. That's chasing. Now, I could get into stories of, you know, just when I was properly pursuing a woman, but I think that would be just too boring because there's no drama in it. It was literally as simple as I meet her, we exchange phone numbers, we talk literally. I don't even want to repeat myself what I just said earlier. And that's what would happen. And we would eventually wind up in a relationship. So, I mean, whether it's, like I said, money, whether it's uh, business opportunities, whether it's women, it's just, it's draining to chase something. Matter of fact, that's why it feels more relaxing to race another car down the street. That's pursuing. Y'all are pursuing the finish line. You know what I'm saying? We've got some, we got a testosterone, we got testosterone and we've got gasoline and we've got horsepower. And we got motor. And we're going to pursue something. And we're going to drive in a straight line. Let's see who's the fastest. And let's see who's the baddest. Let's see whose car got the most ass on it. That's even in the midst of you trying to beat this person. That's more relaxing than you sitting up here in your car trying to chase somebody. And they're zigging and they're zagging through traffic. And they're almost causing accidents. And you're not trying to get in one. That's why in action movies, that's why you barely have only seen a few racing movies. Literally, Fast and Furious figured out how to do racing and make it entertaining. And then after a while, Fast and Furious, I think they gave up very quickly. Because I think even within the first one, they said, okay, we need chases. Now, in Fast and Furious, there's no racing. Notice that, y'all, in these Fast and Furious movies, even the one that's coming up, there's no racing. There's no, okay, we're putting pink slips on the line. Okay, we got 50 G's on the line. Everybody put your money up. All money ain't good money, but no money ain't good. Money on the wood makes the bet good. Money out of fight might cause a sight. All right. Start your engine. On your mark, get set, go, boom. Nope. Nowadays, they are in their cars and they are chasing something or something is chasing them. And it's exciting. It's exciting for you as the viewer to see this shit, to see them almost crashing into shit and bumping into shit and all of this and that. And when it comes to this dating thing, though, chasing will be very will wear you down when it comes to a woman, but it's entertaining to the woman. Just like we're going to use Fast and Furious. We're going to go with that for a second. With Fast and Furious, when they do these chase scenes, these chase sequences take a long time. And you've got the actors that you need to see them in the car reacting. Oh my God, did you see that? Then we need the professional stunt drivers doing the actual driving and we got to switch up back and forth and forth and we got to do all of these cuts and all this and that that shit takes a long time so for the actors the directors the camera crew and everything involved that is exhausting but to us as the viewers the ones that see the final product 
it is entertaining, baby. So when you sit up here and chasing this woman that don't want your black ass, it's entertaining to her. She knows she ain't never finna get you none. And I'm not going to make it seem like I'm all about sex. She knows that she's never going to get into a serious relationship with you. She knows that she's never even going to kiss you. And if she does, it's going to be a quick little peck on the lips just to keep you going. Because every woman knows that if you do not answer the phone and if you do not hang out with this guy, no matter how much of a lame he is, eventually, just by nature, he's going to get the point. This is a no-go. I might as well get rid of the number. Ain't nothing happening. So that's entertaining to them because they like attention and validation. But that's not what you will put on this planet for. Whatever your birthday is, think about that. And think about when you were born, 1980, whatever, 1990, whatever. And I want you to think about your mama in that room, squeezing and sweating. Going through labor. Ah, just breathe. Just breathe. One, two, three. She did not go through that so that you could be sitting out here giving validation and attention. But validation and attention <laughs> to women that don't want you. That's not what she went through 16 hours of labor for or however long it took to squeeze your dumb ass out. Or smart ass, whatever. You were put here to do a few things. You were put here to accomplish certain goals that have nothing to do with romance. It may be career goals. It may be something involving entertainment, music. It may be something humanitarian, like you being some type of activist or you feeding the homeless kids, whatever, whatever, whatever. You were put here for some type of purpose some type of end goal and then by nature's law and I'm pretty sure God's law but I'm pretty sure definitely by nature's law you were put here to reproduce you were put here to do the same thing that your parents did make a human being and take care of it and raise it up into adulthood and put it out on its way everything else you are not required to do you are not required to make anybody fellas male or female you're not here to stroke egos. If anything, you know what I'm saying, you were put here to have a little bit of fun and stroke some pussy. But you're not put here to stroke any egos. Alright? If people want an ego boost, those are the type of people that they need constant validation, if they need constant ego boost, those are some of the main people that need to get a pet. Because a pet... Um, I wouldn't necessarily say cat because uh, cats make you feel lower than earth even if you are getting them the top of the line kitty chow and even if you are getting them designer litter boxes and all this and that they look at you like you're low you can be gone for two days straight dealing with your job and when you come home they don't give you no affection they just stare at you this is a podcast that isn't visual, but you can just imagine a cat that gives you a blank stare and they damn near almost borderline roll their eyes. I think their eyes are too big to roll, but I think if they could, they would roll their eyes. So for conversation's sake, podcast sake, we're going to talk about a dog. 
because dogs are some very loyal, affectionate people. You come home and you haven't been to work, you haven't been home for about two days for some crazy reason. A dog will give you validation. <laughs> will run circles around you and if you got one of those dogs that knows how to stand up on their own, on uh, two legs for a quick little second, they'll stand up and put their paws in your hands and they'll do whatever little trick that you taught them that, you know, helps y'all bond. And they will make you feel special. I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast that um, especially female dogs, you know, male or female on your end, but the little female dogs will literally, just like a little girl, will literally jump up on the couch and get up in your lap. So if you need validation like that, go get you a dog and go get you a female and just uh, make sure that if she's hanging around dogs, make sure these are dogs that have been neutered or spayed. Because men, we're not here for that. I'm going to take it back to the 90s. Yo, fellas, in the 21, we ain't having that. All that sitting up and calling them on the phone and them not answering. You sitting up here leaving text messages, voice messages. Kill all that. Taking them to all these rest, taking them to all these fly ass restaurants with you know what I'm saying with the mad expensive champagne and everything, and they ain't giving up the rhythm, they not getting with the program. Yo, man, kill all that. Shorty's been over to your crib, maxing and relaxing three or four different times, and only thing you've done is grab the half of a titty. And you ain't even seen no pies to the pussy? Yo, man, kill that noise. All we're doing is dealing with the honeys that are about the action. The ones that's giving up the rhythm. The ones that's got the good conversation. The ones that's got the banging bodies. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Titties pop, pop. Booty, boom, boom. Face, click, click. Yeah, man, that's what we're dealing with in the 21 going on. You know what I'm saying? Peace in the Middle East. Suckers. And with that said, I done proved my point. So that's a fly-ass way to end the podcast. <laughs> Lewis says black. I'm out of here. Shit. I put my bitch
bitch out like I'm Martin in my feelings and shit. Another day of a dope boy, a hundred million legit. Okay. On the road to riches, a diamond ring. Real nigga move things on private plane. And you know I was trapped for fucking at her early. Count my money, multiply, hurt back at a five. Sixty-five, we be riding on the highway, blowing big Looking for me, I've been sucking duck in your little bitch ass. Fuck up by him, and my your motherfucking business. Drama, we ain't going back and forth, but the real friend. Nigga talking nigga, big cap. I wouldn't listen to him. They get kidnapped when nobody paid a ransom for him. Ain't never been a pawn, always been a king. And I ain't never gave a damn what a nigga think. Fuck. On the road to riches and diamond rings, where real niggas move things on private planes. So you looking for me, I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Looking for me, I be sucker ducking your little bitch ass. Ride through the city, honey, care on the seat. Shining like bitches in bikinis, sunny day on the beat. Pray on the week, never. I'ma find a way to stay on my feet. Hand on my heat, west side of Atlanta, rubber bands on my bank roll.